Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Real people doing real deals in real estate and no fake gurus allowed. We bring you the best and the most real real estate investors in the space. They'll be showing you the good, the bad, and the ugly of real estate investing. Like, share, subscribe, get notified. It's the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have coming all the way from Jamaica to Boston, from Boston to Houston, Mr. Kino Johnson. Hey, 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 what's going on, Ricardo? Thanks for having me, man. My pleasure, man. Uh, tell me, man, who is Okino, right? But you go by Kino, right? Yes. Well, people that know me call me Kino, Okino, Semper right. Shorten. I came to America and found out that there's a game called Kino. There's a lottery game called Kino. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Kino, I was born in Jamaica, born right. and raised in Jamaica um, all my life. I came to America in 2015, February 10th, in the snowstorm. Can I forget? So, wow. I pretty much came here um, when I'm an adult. So, yeah. I, how, how old were you? When I came here? I am 20, I'm 27 right now. So I've been here six years, so yeah. 21. 21. Yep, yep, yep. Good, man. So, man, that, that's a big change coming from Jamaica to Boston, right? Where oh, yeah, big change. I've never come into the freezing atmosphere. You know, it's tropics. Yeah. So I had to adjust. When I came here, I went straight to the Army. And, you know, it was a, I, I, I was like just getting the adjustment, like forced into adjustment, basically. Well, I volunteered, but I had to adjust quicker than usual. Right. So... Were you a resident at the time? Or how do you? Yes. How do you so, um, my father he um did the process to take me here. Um, I was a I, when I came here, I wasn't a resident. I was a green card holder. Yeah. But I wasn't a green card holder for long because when once I graduated from the army, they um grant me my citizenship being in America. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I became a citizen after I um graduated from the army. That's good. So what did you graduate on? Like, was it boot camp or? Oh, so I did. I went to boot camp. That's in Fort Lee. Um, excuse me, Fort Leonard Wood. Right. And I went to my MOS training, which means um, military occupation. Um, I went there at Fort Lee, Virginia. Then after Fort Lee, Virginia, then I came back, you know, I reserve, by the way. Good deal. So you did, what, four years as a reserve? Or? No, six years. Six years. Six years. And I have two years inactive right now. So I'm still in the Army. Currently speaking, I'm just on, like, standby, kind of. Oh, man. Thank you for your service. I didn't know you were an active uh, military member. Well, yes, in reserve, but, you know, I, I believe in, and I, I joined because I don't like handouts, you know, so my, that was my thing, you know, and before coming here, I was like, oh, can I, do you know, give back some way, shape, or form, and that was my way of, like, saying thank you, America, so that's why I joined. That's awesome, man. I love to hear that. Um, so you're pretty young. Yes, sir. And when is it that you started your journey in real estate? How did that? How did that? You know, come so, about. So full full time. I full time went to real estate in 2019. That's when I went full time. But prior to that, I purchased my first house in 2017. And um, I can give it a backstory if you want. But yeah, I purchased. Let's, let's do it. So when I came to America, my first job was I worked for a place called Judge Rottenberg Center, JRC. It's basically AKA the job that Americans do not do. 
cleaning, uh, other people, dealing with people with behavioral issues, stuff like that, yada, yada. So what happened is I got that job. They had a bunch of overtimes because it was like a, it wasn't the best environment, but they had a, tons of hours. So right. I capitalized on that, saved my money, where that where I met a guy called Antonio Nado. He already owned a house. So all I did was basically ask him, hey, Aunt, how did you, how do you come about doing this? Because that's, you know, that was new to me. So he told me what he did. And fast forward, I went to see, I used his realtor, I used his mortgage broker, and that's how I bought my first house. And I can tell you how I did it too. The, the mortgage broker told me I need two years, double two, um, six months reserve, all the stuff. So she told me what I needed, and I literally went back and worked towards those goals. And as it hit that two, it, remember I told you I came here 2015? Yeah. 20, um, July 14, um, 2017, I bought my first multifamily house, which so happened to be a fixer-upper. I bought it with a 2 or 3K loan, and I want, it's another, that's an entire another story yeah. if you want me to get into it. But I bought a um, fixer-upper, and that was my start journey full-time in real estate in terms, not full-time, but that was my introduction to real estate. Right. Yes. That's good, man. And and uh, did you uh, so when you bought that property, let's let's go back to your house. Yes. So you bought your house in 2017. 2017. You use his lender. His lender. His everybody, broker. Everybody. Basically, I, his network. I right? copied and pasted him. Antonio, wherever you are, shout out, man. Much respect. We're still friends to this day. Shout out, brother. Thank you so much for getting this guy uh, on the right path. Put me on. Yeah, he put me on path. I ain't gonna lie. That's awesome, man. So, um, so you did. You bought that and you moved into the house, right? I yes. So I, I I fixed it up. As a matter of fact, true story. I bought the house. My me and my father we lived in the um. A lot of people don't know this. Cause a lot of people never asked me. I went on tons of podcasts. Nobody really ever asked. So when we bought that house, I actually bought off HubZoo. I won the auction, and I was working at um a juvenile facility at the time. I locked myself in a room, and you know how Hubzu work when they have the countdown? Yeah. Each time you keep going, countdown, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So long story short, I won the bid, and I don't know how I won the bid because people keep bidding, up, outbidding me at the last minute, but the last bid that I closed my eyes and said that I was going to bid, I opened my eyes and I won it. I didn't know about EMD. I didn't know about none of that stuff. And fast forward, now I know the terminologies, but they was like, you win the bid, you got to bring the, down, the deposit to X and X away. So back to the point, me and my father, we had rented a property. Um, he, he rented a property and uh, shout out my dad. We didn't get along, but I appreciate, you know, what the starts and everything. We, you know, he, when I came here, he rented a property on the third floor. But it was crazy because when I took a shower, you know what the third floor is in the attic? We it, yeah, uh, so, so they built it in that in yeah, the attic. Right. So we took a shower. Yeah. You know, your head is like this. So it's embarrassing bringing uh, girls there. That's and funny. When we're taking um when we're trying to cook, it's the same thing. If you go up to the corner, your head will hit the thing. So it's kind of embarrassing bringing you know anybody over and stuff. So that was a big motivation for me, even though I wanted to you know have real estate. So long story short, the moment we bought the house, I say we ain't paying no more rent. That's what I told him. We moved out. My father was in one room, and I was in the other room in the attic of the house. No heat, no nothing. Unfinished. And I have pictures and stuff. I can't forget. Nobody ever asked me that question, so I'm glad to ask. Unfinished house for, like, three months or so because I was working close. Right. So I work. I always work regardless. My father does the same. Right. I took showers at um, 
Planet Fitness because it was yep. right on the street. Yep. That's where I took showers. Got you a was, gym membership. Yep, I was taking showers at Planet Fitness. We'll eat breakfast um, wherever. I'll go to work a lot so I could eat there. It's like a juvenile facility, right. they, you know, a.k.a. jail. But I was living there with them too. Right, you know? so right. I just needed to take a shower and pick up shifts. That's all I did, man. And... My father, he, 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 he did a lot of hours at the house. I ain't going to lie. He did a lot of hours there. Um, likewise, myself. Um, and we just made it happen, man. We made it happen. Because the 203K loan we did, so we had to fix it up. And we had a timeline to get everything done so we can get the money, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yes, sir. Good deal, man. So how long did it take you to fix that property? Man, so what happened was, because I'm in the Army Reserve, I bought the house in, I bought the house in July. We went away in that same month when we bought the house, I went away from my annual training. So in the Army, Army Reserve, you do one summer, you have to go away for a um, couple weeks. And you do every week, uh, every month you do one weekend for drilling. One weekend a month drilling. And then for the year, you got to go away for your annual training. That's what they call it. So happened when I bought the house, I, wonder if I, I went away for annual training. And my dad was just slow. He needed motivation, I guess. So it took us like... We didn't have that house up and running until like the following year, like January. Okay, so it took yeah. you a good six months. Yes, it did because we did everything brand new, everything brand new in that house. All right, so you gutted it basically. It was a good job. Really? Okay. From the ground up. How much money did you guys put into that property? We put twenty thousand. Um, so the, the two or three k loan was structured. The purchase price of the house is one seventy. We put twenty. We borrowed twenty thousand. Pretty sure by the time we, f well, my father had materials because he's a contractor. Okay. But by the time I, we finish and everything, I think we put more than it, but on record, I think it's like 20000 Yeah, that was 20000 worth of materials. Right, but the labor, we put and a the lot labor, of labor You put in the labor, it. yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, we put a lot of labor into it, man. Got it. We, and it was the, that's when I got my introduction to what they call an ass lab. You know the thing that, it's not the regular sheetrock. It's the thing that when you took it down, you got a boom. It's like um, they, they, they got the, the wood and then concrete in the wood. What, what the fancy, what they call oh, it, the old-time stuff. No, we don't use that oh, here. Oh, it's hard, man. Yeah, that, they probably use that in Boston man, because of the weather. Is, that thing is not easy. They call it harsh slop or harsh Yeah, slop. they use Something. that up there because of the weather. It's it's crazy. It's, it's so hard. what do you do? You put drywall over uh, on whatever we, you took that we out? We took it out and, and reframed and put drywall. And you put insulation on Insulation. On, yeah. We did it right. Yeah, we did it right because that thing... Oh my God! When you finish, trust and believe. You got. You have to take a shower because it's dusty. It, it, it's it's like it's like brick and not brick. It probably has a asbestos on it. I don't know, man, but I ate a lot of it. Whatever it is, I know I ate a lot of it because <laughs> it was dusty, man. It was dusty. So hey, it is what it is. I you know that thing was dusty. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that by the time you got done with that property, you you. Uh, Basically, you knew everything you had to do from top to bottom to, yes. to do a rehab. Yes, that was the introduction, and I need to give my father credit for that, too. Um, thank you. That was a great introduction, even though I ch I bought that property out. Do you still live in that property? No. I sold that property this year, and I made... Um, I, I, that was the best house hack. As a matter of fact, that property is the reason why I'm able to be in real estate, because what I did was, once I fixed it up, I was living in that property up until the start of this year, Rent free. My first floor was paying my mortgage, like in full. So everything I worked, I saved, and I put a line of credit, and that's how I got into investing in my first course, which I told you about over yeah. lunch. So I invested in my first course from a line of credit from that house. 
and I just cashed in on that house, made a quarter million dollars, and that quarter million dollars is tax-free because I'm single and I lived in it for It's homestead, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's awesome, bro. I'm, I'm so happy for you. Yes, uh, sir. So you did the house. How is it that you start getting into other houses? Like, What was the next step for you? So the next step was while I was still working for the same job, and that's why I tell a lot of people, this is my philosophy, um, Ricardo. I tell them, don't quit your job until you get your first house. I agree with you. I, Actually, I, I didn't quit my job until I had over 100. Right. I tell people. 100. I did that all part-time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I totally believe that with all my heart. Don't quit your, this is the easiest way to act yourself into multiple property is to use that double two income to buy because the bank loves double they two. They love W2 They employees. hate us, you know. So yeah. I took advantage of that and be all quite honest. Um, yeah, you know, it happened the way it happened. But, hey, if I could have a double two to buy more properties, I probably would have. But I didn't know that knowledge at the time. Yeah. I just, it just worked out the way it worked out. That's good, man. So I, you know. I tell people, especially when they have good jobs that make good money, yeah, um, but they're miserable there for some reason. They yes. don't hate. They hate it. They hate their boss. They don't like the hours clocking in or clocking out. And and they ask me, say, like, "Hey, how can I do this full time? Like, how can I transition?" And I, my first question is like, "Can you tell me the truth? Like, how much money do you make?" Yes, sir. And they go and say, "Well, I make one hundred and fifty thousand." Yes, sir. And I was like, "Why do you want to quit right now?" Well, I'm just sick and tired. I was like, look, man, use that job, leverage that W-2 so you can get some rental properties. Yes, sir. Start putting some rental properties again, suck it up, go deal with the boss that you don't like or the job that you don't like, or maybe find you another job in the same lane. In the same lane. But don't don't let go of that income, right? And, and I tell them my story. I said, look, I started flipping houses. Yes, sir. When I had a job. And banks, all they see, oh, this guy makes multiple six figures a year. He has a stable job. He's been doing this for a while. Son, how much do you want? You know, the, and, and they just write literally a blank check to you nowadays. Nowadays, it's even worse. Yes, sir. If, if you have a pulse, <laughs> you breathe, and you have a W-2, you're good, man. And that's Let's what go. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I, and, 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 you know, I didn't know what I know now. Yeah. I wish I knew. You know, we what all it do. Is, what it is. We all do. Yeah, but, man, I'm happy I didn't, like, try to do it other way. You know, it's just worked out that. Do not quit your double two until you buy your first income property. That's my advice. Yeah, I would just, and I would add to that, I would say go ahead and stack up a few. Yep. Because if you can at least create two, $3,000 of, of income every month, yes, sir. Well, you're more comfortable on quitting your job because you can pay a rent or you, your car payment, whatever, you know. Um, if you don't have debt, even better, but, yes, sir. Um, you know. Oh, I didn't have no debt, um, um, Ricardo. Let me, I didn't have no debt. It's just me and my father. I didn't have any kids at the time. I was just hustling, and the first floor is paying for me to live. So I was just literally, we were bachelors. As a matter of fact, fast forward to 2019, my father, we bought a house together for him, you know. So he went to a two-family, which that's his house, you know. Um, we, are, we, we ain't perfect. We have our disagreement, to be honest with you. Yeah. But he, he was able from that property, we leverage. He has his own property, and I have multiple properties as a result of starting with that first property. Wow, that's that's amazing, man. Yes, sir. Um, so then you go do the second property. Yes, sir. So the first property, I put a line of credit. 
I was doing my job, doing my checks, walking up and down because I was working at the prison. Well, it's a youth facility, but AKA a prison. Right. It's cause they're late. So I walk and do my checks and I see the program. Come to this, come to this, come to this seminar. You get blah blah blah, quarter million dollars, blah blah blah. I was like, shit. I know how to do the work. Excuse me. Um, uh, you're good. You're yeah, good. I'm like, I know how to do the work. This is chi- uh, children's. Uh, um, is it, this is adults friendly? Okay, thank it's you not sir. necessarily for children. Thank you, sir. Uh, Sometimes I gotta catch myself. No, so we can. Okay, we, you can say shit, fuck, goddamn, all that stuff. Right? All right, so all you're right. good. So I was like, I walk in the thing. I'm saying, really? You're gonna give me two hundred and fifty thousand just for showing up? That's the way. The the that was the catch of the thing. Yeah, that was the hook. That was the hook. So it, it hooked me. And I went to that thing, and I did. Um, I went there, and I swear to God, you can ask Gary Myers right now. Call him because I do business with him to this day, and he's on my Facebook page. He look at my stuff. Before the lunch break, I just believed everything he's saying. He's like, "You can be a multimillionaire in, in less than this." I'm like, "He's speaking my language," you know. They saw you the dream. They saw me the dream. <laughs> I was bought. I saw. I I signed up before lunch. Yeah. And I keep on asking Gary. Do you tell anybody who's the fastest person to signed up? I signed up before any pitch, any nothing, because just for the few introductory line, I believed everything. How much was that? How much 25,000. 25 G's. And it bounced. The check bounced. <laughs> <laughs> the check bounced. So there's a line of credit. There's a line of credit. Yeah. I buy a house car. Remember, I used, um, I used all my money to buy my house, and that was just kind of a bad um, move that I made. I, like I say, if I know what I know now, but I'm happy I put I stepped in. So um, let me just p- back up a little bit. When when I was buying my house, I had fifty thousand saved up right. by grinding between the all the money I get from the army, the bonus, and from right. working the countless um, overtime from the first job yeah. to, the, to the state job. I had fifty G's racked right. up to when I was buying my house. I put the down payment, and I, that's all I know. I can't. When you ask the rehab, I know I put some more money because I didn't take the full money. I didn't really right. have that knowledge, you know. But we learn as we go. So fast forward, that li- I took a line of credit out on the house. Gave them that you know big and bold you know they come to the back of the thing they give you a nice little thing make you feel like a king whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like okay you got one person signed up you know I'm like oh I'm off to Court Lane that's where the head office is I'm yeah. off to Court Lane you're gonna meet the big boss Lee hey Lee shout out to you on um, wherever you are I met Lee in person and anyway I um they say hey Okino um just wanna call you let you know the check bounce I'm like the check bounce. There's money there. I got a line of credit. It's a lot of money on a line of credit. I'm like, how did it bounce? So I went and find out. It's a small town bank. So the small town bank, they didn't know if it was a fraudulent transaction. Right. So I had to prove it. So I straightened it out, and it was good to go. All right. But that was crazy, uh, man. <laughs> you know, like, I, and they probably would have believed that I gave them a fraud check. I was like, who's this little kid going to give me? You know? So right. they probably believed it. But, yeah, we were good, man. That's good. And how long was that training? That training was good. So they broke it up in segments. The first place I went to was Atlanta, Georgia. I remember, I'm fresh in America. Other than going to Army training, which Army training, you just get on a bus. You don't really yeah. go nowhere. So that was my first time really exploring America. Right. I went to Atlanta, Georgia. Then I went to Hawaii. Right. Because that's the thing with the training. And I'm not trying to knock anybody. I'm not going to say the name. But you got to go to hoops, man. You go to one place first. Then you graduate. They give you a nice little thing. Then you go to another training. And I'm I'm grateful for that training. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But now I know it's not that. You know, you don't have to go through all that process. Right. So I went to one training. Then I went to another training in Hawaii. Then I went to another training in um in in, in the main office where I met the big the big boss, the brand. You know, he was you know, all over the the internet, whatever. Right. I met him. 
And the good thing about him, I ain't gonna lie to you, he actual his training was different. We met him on an actual rehab. So he brought us to an actual rehab and we did like an actual flip. We drove the truck tractor we look we did flooring we did roofing you know so so, I was so they were actually legitimate they were 100 percent. they were 110 percent legitimate but i was i was you know my mindset at the time because now i'm looking at it different my mindset at the time was like damn you know i was just hungry i didn't know i gotta do all of that stuff because i signed up i didn't read the terms i literally just signed up you no know, hungry just I'm a type of dude now. I just yeah, you're an off. action taker. You, yeah. You so I just signed up, and then I'm like, dude, you got to do all these steps to get the money? I'm like, you know, so I'm like, all right, whatever, I'm already in. I already gave them a 25G, so, and that's why I know, you know, they got skin in the game. That's what they call it. So I'm like, I followed through, and I'm glad I did. Man, but I'm I'm actually, uh, I like it because I I promote people that are legit. Yes, sir. Like, if I know you have a coaching program, and you're yeah. actively doing this, I'm going to send you people. Yeah. Literally. No, they're, they're legit. They're 100% legit. Yeah, so I'm glad to hear that because there's a lot of programs out there. Yeah. They're just bluffing. Yeah. Now, they the stuff they teach is possibly that is correct. Yeah. But they're not taking you to rehabs. You know, they're no. not walking you through steps. They're legit. And I was so impressed. The dude didn't only just bring us to a rehab. He bring us to his hardware store. He has a, like a hub that he has those little materials to. We introduced to his entire crew, his GC. His, then he brought us to a house that's finished and show us staging. We had to get entire packages. I did the master rehab course. So I got into real, real estate flipping. My first deal was a flip. My first transaction was a house I flipped. So, um, yeah, it worked because I was like, man, I don't know if it's the money that I spent. Cause I'm like, is my line of credit? I don't want to go foreclosed on. Right. I was like grinding, but I'm glad I did it because um, I'm glad I took that risk because that risk forced me to take action. Yeah, we I send students all the time to people. Like, let's say you, you tell me, Ricardo, I want to learn PPC. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, go talk to Corey or Nick. Yes, One sir. of those two guys is going to help you out. Yes, hey, Ricardo, I want to learn sales. Okay, go talk to Max or go talk to, you know, because I know these guys are legit. Yes, sir. Uh, but when, you know, some of these schools that are out there that are larger, ah, they might have some guys that they're just posers. They're, 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 they're posing to be a flipper, but they never flipped a freaking coin. Yes, sir. In yes, their sir. life. And, and, and. You actually ended up in a, in good hands, which oh, is great it, is good. Shout out to Sir Scholar, wherever Sir Scholar is. Shout him out. All right. Shout out Gary Myers. Shout out Sir Scholar. Those people are very impactful on my start, especially Serge. Gary was the um he's like the main guy that did the presentation, but Serge is the guy that goes to the back table and he like draw the blueprint. Yeah, he's a closer. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> right, right, right. So he closed me. Serge he's closed closer. me. He's he showed me that. He showed me that blueprint. Say, yo, you can make a hundred and fifty thousand. In such amount of time. Now, back then, 150000 was a lot of money to me, Ricardo. Right. I'm coming to Jamaica. I'm like, shit, I wanted to make 50000 Yeah, That's yeah. A, That was a goal. Yeah. When you, I just came to America, we, I came with $1,000 in my pocket. Yeah. I sold my car and came with $1,000. So my aim was to make ten. So I swear to you, that's why I know mindset thing is big because I didn't see myself making 100000 on one flip, which I've done multiple times, yeah. you know? So I'm like, whoa, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I love it, man, because it's uh, that's a true 
a true success story, not only for you, but for the guys that actually got you in, into into the school. Like, yeah, he did. And I shout, like I said, Gary Gary Myers, Sir Scholar, shout out, man. You guys kick ass. I appreciate you. You guys gave me the start. I really appreciate it. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm happy to hear that there's actually great people out there teaching the right thing. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with $25,000 packages. No. I you made know. my money back in the first year because the first flip I did, I made twenty eight thousand. Yeah, that's and it. I um that twenty eight thousand, even though I had a loss, I did my taxes last night, so I I, I looked at my prior year taxes, so I can yeah. tell you now. So I made twenty eight thousand my first flip, and it, um we can go down in the details later if you want, but that twenty eight thousand covered that tuition, you know. So well, and your tuition is a hundred percent write off. So yes, yes. So you know, in reality, it's education. So you don't, you know, you can just write that off, right? Um, and I got an ear, life, access. I can flip houses at 70% of ARV, and all I got to do is um, get good deals. I don't have to put in no money if the deal is good. So Yeah, they, yeah. they have a funding uh, yeah. company, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it, most most people that are teaching fix and flips have structures like that yes, to where sir. they have the lending in place. Yes, sir. Because they really want – they make money on the lending. Yes, sir. They make money on transactions that, you know – yes. Uh, they're gonna make money not only so from the education side, but on everything else that trickles down the road. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I'm glad to hear. So, you've only been doing this for what three years now? So almost 2019. That's when I start my first full time. That's when I quit my double two 2019. Yeah, but you did some before, right? No, I didn't flip no house. I did. I bought my personal Your house, house, but I didn't flip no house before 2019. Okay. 2019 is when I went into the fire. And how many houses do you think you flipped now? Since so, be honest with you. I I flipped, I'm in Boston, so it's not like, and people ask me this a lot, I don't go by the quantity of the house, I the go quality. by the money I make. Yeah. Not the quality, I go by the money I make. Right. So I look at it, and I'm like, yo, I've surpassed, um, I'm not a millionaire, but I've made a good chunk. Yeah. I made a good chunk. I, so, and if you, you know, if I'm counting, I really don't want to get in too, too much. Right. But I've, I've made a good chunk of like. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. No, I, I was just trying to. Figure out the, 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 the distance to see the growth. Yes, like how many deals, like how many houses you flipped. and Because, and it, it, you know, after a few houses, it's all the same. Well, you for know. me, like, well, we have the conversation. I'm still in the hype. I'm getting tired of it now because I'm buying and holding stuff for myself right. and transitioning. But I'm still get, I, still, I still get that pleasure of seeing the house being flipped. I still get that, that satisfaction. Yeah. So I'm growing, I'm growing out that stage where, look, I just want to, each house I flip now, like I just sold a house, not sold, but I have it under agreement last week, and I just got a house the same week as well, you know? So right. it's like, okay, now I'm holding this house. One house go out, I want to keep something. So for every house I sell, to, to somebody else, I'm trying to keep a house for me. So to answer that question, I don't want you to think I'm dodging that question. Uh, my first year, I only flipped one property. My first year, 2019. Me, 20 me, me, my first year in 2008, so I bought a house. Mm -hmm. Took me a year to do that house. Yeah. Because 2008 is when everything blew up here in the U.S. And, man, every thug in the neighborhood showed up. <laughs> and I paid that the same 25 grand you paid on education, I paid it to the thugs. Yes, sir. Because yes, they stole my money, you oh know. My God. So, and then I ended up fixing the house myself with my uncle. Yes, sir. Uh, my mother, everybody kind of like helped on that house. But um, you're going to pay for education one way or another. Yes, sir. The first few, it's going to be slow. Yes, sir. But then once you start picking up Momentum. some pace, you pick yeah. Because, so the first one... I'm flipped one house for 2019, and that's the same year that I went to the course and all that stuff, right? Right. So um, it's good, but 
compared to what I'm doing now, I'm like, that's really slow. Right. Because I literally just, for this year alone, I did, this year alone, I did one, two, three, four, five. And this is in Boston. Yeah. So I did like five houses. I do three at a time, by the way. Right. So I have big, I have the easy ones and the hard ones, blah, the right. medium side, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But for this, this year alone, I'm like at five houses in this year in Boston. So it's, you know, um, those, somewhat of a deal. Those are big margins. Well, they're they're big spreads in Boston. Yeah, big spreads. Yeah, big spreads. So, um, so you're doing three projects at a time. Three, no more than three at a time. I do not do more than three at a time. And then, have you wholesale some deals? Yes, I've wholesaled some into rim. I have a this year. I've wholesaled two deals only. Okay, I only wholesale two deals, and those are the deals that um, they're good properties, but I either was at volume at my capacity. Cause I buy it off what I can chew. Cause I'm a one, right? I am a one man band in a sense, but right. I have I have teams that I um subcontract and stuff like that. But I'm the only person, you know. Yeah, right now it's, it's only you. It's only uh, me. Yeah. You're calling the shots. You're buying materials. Yes, you're sir. I'm dealing with around. the contractors. Yes, you're running around. You're screaming at them. I'm, you know, I'm you're also the accountant too. <laughs> yeah, you're the accountant. The bro, I've been there before. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I I used to do all my accounting as well. So. I know the feeling, you know. Um, well, now I just, um, I, I went to, um, that's how I end up here. I went to North Carolina to meet with my CPA. I'm like, no, this has to change because I went to um, Tony Robbins, the senior. Shout out Tony Robbins, the senior, for helping me get my tax together. I went to his house. He was kind enough to in, uh, invite me to his house. I went to his house with a box of receipt and dumped it on his table. I swear to God, he was like, what the hell? And his, um, his assistant helped us out. And that's how last night when I went to do my taxes, everything was all neat. The expenses were there by prop, by houses and stuff like that. I'm like, I got to get my life together. But, Ricardo, nevertheless to say, I'm an action taker. So, you know what? I can fix it. That's my mentality. I'm like, get in and fix it later, you know? Yeah, you just need a bookkeeper, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you can hire a bookkeeper actually virtual, like yes, sir. a VA or something like that. And yes, they'll, they'll do your, they'll keep your track of your receipts. Mm -hmm. um, that is about the only thing I have not delegated. Really? I just don't want him to see the money that comes through, you know? <laughs> and so it's, it's hard it's hard for me, whether it's too much or little. You follow what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that I'm like, I never wanted to disclose to anybody. Um, my wife doesn't even know, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I keep it very tight. Very tight. Uh, I'm not the guy flashing checks or, yes, sir, or yes, showing off or, mm -hmm. or... Now, I've been broke financially plenty of times. Yes, sir. Uh, so, you know, at those times, there's nothing to flash. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But um, when when things start flowing, you know, I don't know. I, I just have a trust issue with people that are further away, even with people here. Like, yeah. looking in, because, man, when they're looking into your finances, they're looking into your life. Exactly. You know, they ju they're judging you. They're like, this guy spends money on these restaurants. Yeah, or yeah, you do this and Why that. do you go buy a watch? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. what about this vacation? Mm -hmm. Like, CPAs are like that. They're, they're, they're questioning everything you're doing. Now, not all the CPAs, right? No. There's great CPAs out there. Well, my CPA, actually, so before I came to America, I used to work for auditing firm, KPMG. Yeah. And before I came here, like, Man, and that's another story and get into that. But I was, I was basically felt like I'm dumb because I'm like, damn, I'm working a nice corporate job in my tie. I come to America like, you know, I'm thinking I'm ahead because I used to go to offices and like 
people look up to auditors, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I come here and I'm saying, hey, I'm from Jamaica with this blah, blah, blah. I s- actually did the equivalent of CPA. It's right. called ACCA. Right. Um, you know, USA use GAP, but um, United Kingdom, they use another um, right. principle that they go by. So long story short, the, I did my taxes last night with my teacher that taught me for the, that tried to prep me for the ACCA. He has a CPA here. He's a CPA in America now. Yep. And I went to my teacher and it was like reminiscing. He's like, whoa, you did, you know, it was like, he's like, he give me a bit. I, I don't let it get to me. It was like, whoa, I'm proud of you. You know, when he, like, yeah, cause you're doing, taxes, you're doing right? well for yourself. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And they, they knew when you weren't, Making I, anything, right, right? Right, 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 So right. to see somebody that's making nothing to go, I'm like, man, you're man, making I, multiple six figures now. Yeah, well, I, I had to pay the government, so. <laughs> that's good. Like, look, that's a great problem to have, right? Yeah. So a lot of people, um, you know, they, they hate on paying taxes or whatever, but, you know, that's what builds our roads. Yes, sir. That's how firefighters get paid. Yes, sir. Police officers, mm-hmm. the military, you know. Congressmen, people that are working for, are supposedly working for us, yeah. uh, but the military are yes, right, sir, and yes, and the police and the firemen, and, um, and you know, so the roads, the schools, yes, you sir. know, I mean, one way or another, even even if it's not in this country, let's say you go back to Jamaica, yes sir, and you're making money over there, and you're gonna send your kids to school, they're probably gonna go to private school, yes sir. And that's going to cost you money. Exactly. So you're going to pay there another way. You just don't see it the same way. Yes, sir. And right? Uh, if you want a higher quality of life, you're going to have to afford it. You know, uh, paying for a nanny or or people to come clean your house mm-hmm. or, or what. I grew up in Venezuela, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that Venezuela and Jamaica are not that much. Well, they're very different today, but maybe when I was growing up over there. Yes, sir. Because they're both third world countries, yes, right? Yes. So. Um, we had to, I went to private schools and, and even though there were public schools, my, there's no way I was going to go there because the education there wasn't good. Yeah. And my father had to go and hustle to make payments to the school that I, that I went to. And, and, um, so, and it wasn't always easy. You know, sometimes I remember getting pulled out of the classroom because he didn't have money to pay for it. Wow. Right. And I was like, dad, they kind of like put me out today and said, oh, son, don't worry about it. Tomorrow I'll have the check. Right. Yes, sir. But he was, uh, he was hustling to, to make it happen. Right. So here you just pay for that a different way. Yes, sir. In a different way. That's it. You just pay in taxes, you pay the IRS and they get distributed all the money everywhere else. So, um, so, okay. So you flipped houses. Yes, well, sir. let's recap a little bit. So all number right. one. You came from Jamaica when you were 21. Yes. House hacked your first house yes, with sir. a 203K loan, which is, I tell people all the time, get one of those loans and flip your own house. Oh, I love that loan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then number two, your dad did the same thing. You yes. you know, after after a little while, he went and well, bought his own. He, he bought a conventional. He saved up enough money to put 5% down on his property. That's good. Yep. So then number three, you started buying um, uh, properties. Start fixing flipping, fixing flipping from a line of credit from that property. Now, when is it that you started using hard money? Hard money, okay. And the transition now is like, okay, now I went to the course. I'm like, okay, you learn the game now because you're in it. I'm like, all right, I'm using this. I'm starting. As a matter of fact, my hard money lender that I use today, he watched me do one, two, two houses before he did business with me. He watched me. He, I, I, when I knew uh, some, uh, this lady that I met in the army introduced me to him. She had bought two houses from him that he c- took back from lender time on type of deal situation. Right. And I went to meet this guy, and 
he was he, he was very pleasant and we're like best friends now but he was very pleasant but he was like okay you know probably I don't know if he has a lot of tire kickers before but he wasn't giving me the time of the day I went to his house he has a brand new house by the way I helped him I can't tell you how much things I helped this guy did I helped him work on the house I helped him transport stuff I helped him sold his old house move into his new ranch before he did a deal with me and that's how I established a relationship with him and that relationship like I told you this before is just a phone call hey Hey, I need this, dum dum dum, and you know it was well worth it. So that's how I transitioned to hard money. So is he hard money or private money? Well, he's a hard money lender to everybody else, but he's a private money lender to me. Got it? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, because there's a big difference in between the it's, two. It's a big difference. Um, so the way I structure my deal, instead of giving him, instead of giving him monthly payments and doing all, I don't have to pull no credit, whatever. He gets a cut. He get a percentage of each of my each yeah. of my deal. So, and he's very happy about it because he don't have to worry. He knows I choose, I make good choices in houses, which he also look at the houses before I buy it. Right. But when I do buy the house, I don't have to worry about making monthly payments. Right, I yeah. I don't have to worry about when the house sells, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a stress out away I from I literally you. just get the house and he... Work on it. He, he, he write the check, I sell it, he gets his money, I get my money, we keep it pushing. Yeah, you guys are partners. That's, yeah. a, that's a legitimate partnership. Yes, sir. But you're partnering on deal per deal basis. Deal per deal basis. So I have deals with him. So I have several sources that I use. I have deals that I do with my that partner. I have other deals that I do with the the lender that got me in the game. I have other deals that I do with another lender. You know. So I try to. There's different scenarios I use for different people. Good. Good to know. So, so now that you that you've flipped a few houses, mm -hmm. you've also wholesale a, a few houses. Yes, sir. Um, what's next for you? Buy and hold. What I'm doing now, I'm burring. That's the next step because this is my this is my philosophy, Rizales. I don't want to be the guy that come here. You know, they say a, a mechanic never have a good car, or a carpenter never have a good house, right? Or a tailor never have a good suit. I don't want to be that guy, right? I don't want to be the guy that was in real estate and just say, oh, I was in real estate. I have nothing to show for it. And that, it's not right. a show. Oh, there's a lot of people like that. It's not a show, but for me, I'm not here just trying to look. I want to be that, you know? So the next step for me is, I've, which I actually did this year, I'm currently renovating a property which I bought for my daughter, dedicated to my daughter. I'm currently renovating that one. It will be finished in a couple of weeks. Once I finish that one, I'm going to refinance. Once I refinance, I'm going to um, refinance out of that loan and then Keep it, keep it going, and you suffer. Yeah, I have let another. Me get that real quick. Yeah. Yes, please. Because I don't know how. Oh, shit. Hey, Aggie, let me let me call you in about twenty minutes. All right, bye. How did it rain, bro? <laughs> it's not supposed to rain. No problem. Yeah, kind of throw me. Um, so so the next step, Rosales, is burn, burn properties. That's my next step. Yeah, and that's the that's the. It's smart. I'm gonna. You mean to tell me? I'm already flipping houses. I know how to get houses right. looking good. And I can make it look good for me, refinance and pay myself tax-free. Right. It's a no-brainer in my, in my head. So right. that's what I'm doing now. Good. So um, so you're going to go and how, what is your goal with how many rentals do you want to have? Well, I'm not looking at – so I'm in Boston, so it's kind of different. So people looking at numbers, I look at the money. I want to have 10000 passive income, and I'm shooting for that. I'm not. I'm not gonna be quite at ten by by the end of the year, but I'll be close if I get okay. everything goes well. Good. So, 
And other than the rentals, what else are you looking to do in real estate? I'm looking to develop. I want to do a development. That's a big goal of mine. That, so that's my bigger goal for the future. I want to do a ground-up estate. I don't know if I can name it after me, Rehab King Estates. I don't know. But that would be cool. But I want to do a development and know that I did that. Because even now, I get a joy from passing houses that I did and say, wow, I do it. And anybody that comes into town and I, oh, I invite you right. to come to Boston, I love touring people and say, hey, that's, I did that house. I did that house. You know, it feels, it's just something I like doing. Yeah, I used to do that. I yeah. call, but I did, uh, I did it with a purpose. So yes, sir. every time I met a new hard money lender or a private money guy, I would <laughs> yeah. put him on my truck and I would drive him around houses. And I said, hey, I'm working on this or I got yeah, this one rented. Yeah, yeah. I flipped that one. Mm -hmm. And they'll look it up. I was like, let me see. Oh, yeah, you did. Yep. And, and next thing you know, I remember one time I had, I, I, and I called it the money tour. Yes, sir. So let me give you the money tour. Yes, sir. They're like, what do you mean it's a money tour? I'll show you. So I'll take him through properties. And I took this one guy one time. Yes, sir. And he goes, son, I got $80,000 to invest. Can you find something for $80,000? Yes, sir. And I said, sure, man, but let's worry about that later. I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about it. Let's go build a relationship, right? Yes, sir. So I show them house after house after house after house. And he's like, well, are we going to go home? And I was like, no, I got more houses to show you. Whoa. And at the time, I was flipping like 13, 15 houses. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And by the time I got done, he said, how do you get all these deals? Because <laughs> we'll, we, we went through the whole numbers and everything, and everything made sense. Yes, sir. And I said, well, I got my own marketing channel, and I'm buying myself directly to the seller. Yes, sir. He's like, no wonder, man. Everybody in town is struggling to get a deal, and you got plenty of deals to go around. It's funny. People say the same thing about me now, Rosaris. But I don't... Um, I wouldn't say struggle because I'm always busy. I try to stay at three cap. Anything else, I'm gonna um oh sale. I stayed I, I stayed to that like the Bible, but I don't have a hard time getting deals either. I never do. Like I, I they come to me and 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 but I market for you, right? It's yeah. a law of attraction, man. You start putting the energy into the universe, and it's gonna come back to you. Whatever it is, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Oh, but man, I, I I'm, I'm I never had that struggle. Be honest with you. So when we got done. Mm -hmm. Finally, I brought him back, and I said, well, so what do you think? Are you ready or what? And he's like, son, I don't have 80000 I got a million bucks. How, can we, how, we, how can we put that to work right away? And I was like, all right, I'm going to find some deals that we can do together. Wow. And so next, he was testing you. And next, well, he, I mean, he saw that there was activity. Yeah. He saw people working in these houses. He saw that we had some properties rented at the time. Yes, sir. So he felt confident that, you know what, these guys are not playing around. They're yes, they're, they're doing this for real, and... And, you know, I might as well put my money here. Yes, so yes, then he brought me more people, and then it just started snowballing. And before we knew it, we, we had more money that we could use, literally. Wow. Um, and we had properties. We just couldn't grow any faster. Yes, and, and I'm glad we didn't grow bigger than what we were at the time <laughs> because then the downfall, yes, uh, when the downfall came after Harvey, it was pretty painful. But, um, you know, we probably had another $10 million that we – that we had there that we couldn't touch because wow. we didn't have properties or people for it. We had the properties, but we didn't have the people for it. And and I'm facing that challenge now, so that's why I stayed three because I want to any property that I assign my name to, I want I stand by it. So so, so this quality. is the thing, right? Um, you have to be careful. Um, yes, sir. In my case at the time, I wanted to scale. Yes, sir. Because I needed to. Yes, sir. See, I got laid off in 2015. From my job, yes, sir. Where I used to make two hundred and sixty grand a year. Wow! But I lived like like somebody that made two sixty, even though I had money put aside. Trust me, it runs out when you when you spend that much money 
on living expenses every month, right? Yes, sir. So I needed to recreate that income mm-hmm. one way or another. And the only, or the only way that I could see by recre- to recreate that income was to scale. Yes, sir. And in Houston, it's not like in Boston where our sp- their spreads are bigger. Yes, sir. Here is much smaller. So you have to do more volume. Multiple, correct. Right. Correct. So we started hiring people. And, and it was good because when you hire that many people, you're you're encouraging the economy. You're growing there. You. I was proud that I was feeding all these families. Oh, you know, tell me about it, man. I, I trust me. I, I I get the tears sometimes. Thank you, bro. And it's just a great feeling. Yeah, to even give back to my country, man. Like real estate, and that's why I ain't mean to go off a tangent, but real estate have allowed me to go back home and donate over almost eighty pairs of shoes. I did that this year. Yeah, went back and wow. do that. You know, and and that's a multiple. Um, that's an annual thing I try to do. I try to do something different every year. And you know, thank, you know, real estate. I I could have no other way, Roller. I'm glad I got introduced to this thing. I'm glad to hear that. So you know, one thing I I, I, I tell people that are in the rehabbing business, yes sir, uh, like you are, is be careful how you build a monster. Yes sir. Because once you build a monster, the monster needs to be fed. Yes. Right. So if you have crews that you need to keep employed, if you have a warehouse, if you have all these expenses that all of a sudden are are consistent every month. Yes, sir. Um, you have to feed the monster, and that's yeah. what happens to us. We yeah. had all these properties. We had warehouse. We had trucks. We have uh, we own our dumpsters. Yes, sir. We had our own driver. Yeah. To drive the dumpster around from rehab to rehab and go to the, the to the landfill. Yes, sir. So we built a monster that needed to be fed. So we had to buy and flip houses, no matter what. Otherwise, yes. the dump the 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 monster will die. Exactly. Well. That's how we grew to scale it to where we, at the end, we were flipping almost 50 houses at the same time. Wow. And, and we didn't think anything, we were doing anything wrong or, or, or anything crazy. By the way, we were not on social media. Wow. Yeah, yep, yep. We weren't comparing ourselves with nobody else because yes, we didn't know who else was doing the same thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We were, it was just me and Dennis in our warehouse, mm-hmm. working every day, having fun because we had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. you know, buying properties, negotiating deals. We started a podcast back then called Renovating Riches. Nice. And because we wanted to give back. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to show people what we were doing. And that's when the rest of the town started realizing who we were. Yes, sir. And one, we went to a RIA one day. And, I, you know, one of the guys from the RIA said, hey, so what do you do? And I said, oh, I flip houses. And he said, yeah, how do you get your deals? I said, well, we got our own acquisitions, so we buy it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many are you doing? And I think at the time, I must have been doing like 20 or 30. So we're doing like 20 right now. And they're like, 20? 20 what? So we're flipping 20 houses right now. Like, But are those wholesale? I said, no, sir, we don't wholesale. We, we buy everything, we fix it up, and then we either sell it or rent it. Yes, sir. And he looked at me like, like I had two heads. And I was like, what's wrong? He's like, I never heard anybody doing that in Houston like that. There's a couple of other guys that are big. But I'm like, well, sir, I don't know who does this. Like, me and Dennis, we've been in Brookshire. Brookshire is west of Houston. It's like a little town mm-hmm. next to Katy where we actually live. And we just mind our own business. We go to the warehouse every day. And then we go to our rehabs. And and they're like, no way. And then, like, a few months later, I went to speak at the RIA again and on rehabbing and how, how to rehab a property and all that. And at the time, we had almost 40 and people were, like, looking at me with disbelief. And I was like, guys, all you guys got to do is take action, you know. And, and, and things start falling into place. And um, that's how we grew that. And we never, 
We didn't know how big or small we were because we weren't really comparing ourselves to anybody. Yes, sir. We were trying to solve a problem for us, which was we needed to keep the monster fit. Yes, sir. I needed to make money to cover my living expenses. Dennis had to keep making money to, to, to cover for his living expenses. But out of necessity, we had to build a large business. Wow. It wasn't because it was cool to get rich. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, hey. You want a responsibility. We got to pay bills. So yeah. for that, we got to get X amount of properties. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's how we built it to where it was. And then everything else that happened afterwards, that came crumbling down. And uh, it was very painful. But now that's how we fell backwards into wholesaling. Yes, sir. We need to solve another problem. It was like, how can we make money fast? It was the only thing we can think of is wholesaling. Mm-hmm. Now, wholesaling has changed a lot. And, we, and I'll be talking about this in the next, uh, probably in the next few episodes. I don't know when. I have to have the, uh, the, the inspiration for it. But, um, man, Kino, thank you so much for coming in, brother. I appreciate you, you. That You have a great story, man. I'm, I'm, no problem. You have a future that's super bright. Yes, sir. And uh, I'm looking forward to having you at the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Event, the Mastermind, October 21st to the 24th. Actually, if you're watching this video, most likely that mastermind took place already. Yes, sir. Um, but Mr. Okino is going to be a VIP. We're going to be hanging out on yachts. Man, I'm excited to just meet all those serial entrepreneurs, yeah. man. So many people. Like, the light up is fire. I was just watching that little video clip in the office, and, man, I just there to soak up all this knowledge around people that already been through the good times, bad times. And we can just learn so much stuff, man. So I'm really humble and honored to for you to get invited, you know. Thank you, man. No, thank you. I appreciate you, man. Thank all you right. for coming in from all the way from Boston. And, guys... Don't forget to hit share, like, and subscribe. Go follow Kino on uh, on on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna make sure that our our video has this information and keep us posted. Like, share, and subscribe. And I will see you on the next one. Most likely, we're gonna have a real estate entrepreneurs event and mastermind in Vegas, uh, February 2022. I don't have the exact dates yet, but PM me, send me a message if you are interested in attending. We'll see you later. Bye.